basically sitting at people's desks. I sat with Mike, uh, a couple of the other guys here, um, and just literally listened to them on the phone, did a couple things, uh, made made some realtor boxes and things like that, just kind of learned a little bit about what they did. Um, really nothing nitty gritty or any details behind it, but I always heard um, you know, that it was a great career path and all the guys in the office said they loved it. Um, and they really wouldn't change anything at all. They, they, you know, they're set with this for life kind of thing. Um, and, and I thought that was awesome because, you know, for one, like growing up in this industry, like I really had one thought about it, like, oh, realtors, like the only, you know, aspect to it. Right. And, you know, at that age, I really didn't know about what an LO even was. Right. Um, and then I took that 40 hours back, uh, senior year of college and I was like, oh, this really isn't what I want to do. Um, and so I talked to my mom a- after that, after taking the 40 hours, I was like, mom, I'm, I'm not trying to get my real estate license and just kind of follow in your footsteps, right? Because h- how am I going to grow as a person if I'm just, you know, being handheld at a showing with my mom, like, frankly. Uh, and that's kind of where I said, I was like, what do you think if I uh, give, that, give that guy Mike another shot? All right, guys, this was a fun episode. Had on Rocco DiPietro, my right-hand man in the office. Uh, Rocco is a young man. He's been working by my side for about a year and a half. Works super hard. Goes above and beyond every single day. We could all learn a thing or two from him. Enjoy the episode. All right, guys, here we are on another episode of The Mic Drop, powered by Premier Mortgage Lending. I've got my young friend here, Rocco DePetro, on the show with me today. How are you, Rocco? I'm doing great. Super excited to be here. Oh, are you? Very excited. Wonderful. Me and Rocco spend about, I don't know, 50 to 60 hours a week together. He's my right-hand man here in the office, and uh, he's doing a killer job. So, Rocco, the reason I, I wanted to have you on, right, is... Um, uh, the tagline when we created the show way back when was connecting community to success, right? So the idea is I want the community, everybody watching and listening, uh, to hear from somebody who has been successful in some way, shape, shape way, shape, form, whatever the, the saying is, right? And uh, you've been here just for a couple years, and you've really taken off. You've done very well. So I wanted to have you on just so we could talk a little bit about your story, how you've gotten here, and um, the things you've accomplished so far. Awesome. Well, right. that sounds great. All right. Okay. So let's do this. I always have people kind of come in and tell a little bit about themselves. So tell me a little about yourself, where you grew up, your environment, things that you, you know, you watched in life, how you, you know, where you got your work ethic from, all that good stuff. Right. So um, growing up, I lived in Wyndham, um, born and raised in Wyndham, or actually born down in Boston, but lived my whole life in Wyndham um, through the Wyndham schools. Then I uh, ended up going to college at UNH, finance degree. I uh, took a couple of real estate classes, um, wasn't totally interested in it, but um, kind of always been surrounded by you know real estate in the general industry with my mom being a uh, real estate agent as well as my dad being a builder. Um, so I was always at open houses when I was young. Um, you know, going down to, you know, new construction lots with my dad. We'd bring the dogs down there. We'd take them for walks down there. Um, so we were always kind of like, I was always surrounded by, by it, but never really knew what was going on. I was just kind of there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so let's fast forward to senior year of college. My mom's like, all right, take the, uh, take the real estate course. So I did the 40 hours. And I was like, ah, oh, this is boring. I don't really want to do this with my life. And I, I, you know, I, I saw how hard they worked and, you know, she was gone, had to leave, you know, 9 a.m. on a, on a Saturday to bring a client to an open or to a showing or an open house. Um, and, uh, you know, thinking about it, I kind of never really wanted to, you know, put myself in those shoes. Um, not that it's not what, you know, obviously it's a great career path and, and you can do very well and be very successful in that. But, um, I, I kind of wanted to have, you know, more control of my life and what I can do. Um, and that's kind of where you came into things. In, um, in, in what way? Sorry to interrupt you. And I, I, wanna, I, I, yeah, right. I want you to keep going with that thought, right? Because you said where I came in and made your life better is what I think you were going to say. <laughs> yeah. um, no, but uh, so 
you said you want to have more control. Right. What do you mean by that? So meaning like, let's say, you know, on a Saturday, that same client that went to the, the showing with my mom might need an updated pre-approval, which I can just do from my computer. Oh, you mean like time schedule? All that exactly. Kind of so I can kind yeah. of control my schedule and, and you know, really time block. And, and, and obviously, you know, if you get that call, you answer and, and you do your best to get back right away. But obviously you might not be in a position to do that right at that moment, but you don't need to, you know, drop what you're doing and take off to a house to go meet someone in 15 minutes. Right. Um, well, yeah, it's, it's true. What is kind of cool about, about our gig versus, you know, being a, being a real estate agent. Cause it's funny, right? Cause we both kind of do the same thing. We play a very significant role in the, in the, in the uh, transaction of somebody buying a house. Totally. Right. But what we do on the finance side, it can all be done remotely these days, right? Either, you know, on the phone, email, computer, where we don't actually physically have to go out and, and sit down and bring people around. And so, um, you know, time, time wise, right. We can get a lot more done in the same amount of time that a real estate agent can. So I, I, I hear what you're saying there and I, I full on. That's what I was trying that. to say. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> exactly. I, I wanted to make sure that was what you were trying to say. Exactly what I was trying to say. Because if you're trying to say something different, I want to understand that. Right. So talk about the part when I came in now. So actually pr <laughs> prior to, it's probably my freshman year of college over yeah. winter break. Um, I actually met Mike a long time ago before that. I think actually at an open house yep. that he was at with my mom. Um, and, you know, it was just a quick meeting. He's like, like quick, uh, you know, hi, hello, I'm Mike, I'm, I'm Rocco. But, um, you know, after that, it was probably freshman year, winter break. Mom's like, you're not staying home. You're not doing nothing. You're not just going skiing and, and hanging out with your friends. So I ended up going in, seeing what Mike awesome, was up. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up going into Mike's office um, and, and just literally sitting at people's desks. I sat with Mike, uh, a couple of the other guys here, um, and just literally listened to them on the phone, did a couple of things, uh, made made some realtor boxes and things like that. Just kind of learned a little bit about what they did. Um, really nothing nitty gritty or any details behind it. But I always heard... Um, you know, that it was a great career path and all the guys in the office said they loved it um, and they really wouldn't change anything at all. They, they you know, they're set with this for life kind of thing. Um, and, and I thought that was awesome because, you know, for one, like growing up in this industry, like I really had one thought about it, like, oh, realtors, like the only you know aspect to it. Right. And, you know, I, at that age, I really didn't know about what an LO even was. Right. Um, and then I took that 40 hours back uh, senior year of college. And I was like, oh, this really isn't what I want to do. Um, and so I talked to my mom after that, after taking the 40 hours, I was like, mom, I'm, I'm not trying to get my real estate license and just kind of follow in your footsteps, right? Because how am I going to grow as a person if I'm just, you know, being handheld at a showing with my mom, like, frankly. Uh, and that's kind of where I said, I was like, what do you think if I uh, give that give that guy Mike another shot? Uh, so I ended up calling calling Mike. Well, and let's take it back a step, right? Do you remember what you what you really did that eight what weeks I, over your uh, maybe not even eight, maybe it was like three or four weeks over winter break? <laughs> I almost killed one. Is what I did with the blinds. <laughs> yep. Right. So, um, you know, you you being an intern, we put you to work doing intern types of things. You did a lot of data entry. I remember we gave yep. you like a stack of shit to enter you did. in. You had to enter away. I loved it. And then we needed uh, new blinds. This was in the old office, hung and. You and what was the other kid's name? His name was Matt. Matt. Yeah. He was a redheaded kid, right? Yeah. yeah. Real nice kid. I wonder, I wonder where he is. Matt, if you're around out there, give us a call. Um, <laughs> but I, I said, all right, you guys go to Home Depot, get blinds for all these windows and hang them up. <laughs> I figured, you know, your dad building hundreds of houses over the years, you had maybe at least, you know, picked up a drill once. <laughs> <laughs> not so much. Not so much. He, times, right? he, he hung blinds above Juan's head, and when Juan went to pull the 
pulled his string. The whole thing came down on him. And all the blinds were hung up like backwards and like I was like, come on, dude, let's go. But in my defense, there was like some metal up above those and it didn't hang right. Yeah, no, the effort was there. The effort was absolutely there. So um it was funny though, because when you were when you were with us for that, you know, month or whatever it was. You didn't really say much, right? Well, nope. you, I mean, you're a young kid and you're right. probably a little shy and it can be a little intimidating going to an office. Totally. Um, you know, so you didn't say much. So I didn't really get to know you uh, much at all at that time. And then even when, you know, you were about to say you, you called me back, I, 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 it was actually before you finished school. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. I was licensed the by the time I was out of school. Right, right. So talk about that, right? Because that that um, that speaks to your, your work ethic a little bit too and kind of your focus, which which I liked. Right. So it, it's actually funny. There was a there was a career fair. I think that it, it was probably on a Friday that I gave you a call. But it, on, on that Saturday, there was a career fair. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to go there, look around, talk to my buddies who are already there and probably not even make any real connections with any employers. Um, never mind. Did I want to have a traditional, you know, nine to five desk job that I'm, you know, doing whatever, accounting, finance, whatever it may be, um, you know, ha- having I don't want to say I didn't want to go there because I didn't know what opportunities would be there, but it was almost the fact that I was like, I kind of know, you know, Mike here and I know there's definitely a great opportunity there and, and kind of can still work in that field with my mom as not a resource, but as almost a, a comfort level just to know like, you know, she has this experience. My dad's on the other end too, on the builder side of things. Mm-hmm. And then if I can get in with Mike and, and really learn from him, I'll, I'll have angles from from every direction in in this industry. And, and that's why I thought that would be you know a great opportunity rather than being locked up at a, at a nine to five desk job. Yeah, totally. Um, but but back to kind of how I got licensed was you know I took the course um, roughly probably you know a month or two before I graduated. Um, I. I did that in I think I did it in a week and then I ended up uh, taking the the actual test about two or three weeks after mm-hmm. I took that and and you know I, I was I think it was kind of just before finals I uh, I took the the um, LO test right and I, I did fail it I, I got a 73 which is two points short um, and, but I was it, juggling it, you know, a couple though, things at the it, time. It, it, well I mean you said right before finals so right. you had a lot of other shit going on but it's also not uncommon to fail that exam on the first shot. Right. You know, for anyone out there who's never uh, never taken it or gone through that process, right, there's there's a lot of material condensed into 125 multiple choice questions. And it can be heavy in one you know, end when you take it, and when I take it next week, it can be heavy in, in, in this material. So it is difficult. So the fact that you failed it doesn't really, I'm actually not even gonna say that you failed it. The fact you didn't pass it on the first first try to me, it, it wasn't saying anything, you know, bad or anything. When you right, called I mean, me and told me that, I'm like, no big deal. Just study up and do it again. Exactly. And then I, I took it literally, I think a month to the day, month to the day, because um, you have to wait 30 days. Yeah. Um, and I passed it that time. But um, yeah, I, I, I studied and it was not bad at all. So yeah, that's awesome. Now, you know, you've got you've got a very strong work ethic because the second you came in, I. Uh, and what I, Raga, one thing I respect about you and I really like about you, right, is even if you don't necessarily know how to do something fully yet, right, mm-hmm. you just go for it and, and you start trying, right? And that is the most important fucking thing that so many people don't want to do, right? Just start, right? And I remember you came in and I'm like, all right, start calling these people, start reaching out to these people, right? Because 
you came in from the very beginning. I said, hey, you want to work with me? You want to work with me on, on, on my little team here and help me with my clients and, you know, kind of work work as a group? You said, yeah, sure. Because the other option was go out and just do it 100% on your own, which you could have done too. But I figured to come in and kind of stick by my side and, and we kind of navigate this thing together. And right off the bat, you, you jumped right on. I said, call these people. Um, you started calling them. I remember I had a bunch of old uh, Zillow leads. Remember that you want to tell the story? You want me to? You can tell the story. Right. <laughs> so um, there were a number of leads that I had from, you know, Zillow when I had bought them before in the past. And, um, you know, nobody had called them in quite some time. So I said, all right, Rocco, call these people up and say, how you doing? My name is Rocco DePietro. I'm with Premier Mortgage Lending. Um, you know, I, I see that you inquired uh, through Zillow a while back uh, that you wanted to look at this property and potentially get pre-approved. Have you done anything with that? Yes, no, and we'll kind of... You know, I told you, you know, go in different, different, different directions based on what they say. So uh, he goes, all right, yeah, yeah, I can do that. I can do that, right? <laughs> and uh, so his first call, he's sitting right next to me. And he calls up. He goes, he goes hey, my name's Rocco DePietro. Uh, oh, oh, shit, fuck. And then hangs up the phone. I'm like, you cannot do that. I'm like, that's something you cannot do. That is unacceptable behavior. You know, you're, you're going to get yourself into trouble doing that. I think I've come a long way. Well, that's the point of the story, right? That's the point of the story is you didn't let that overly fluster you and say, I can't do this. Whereas a lot of people would. They'd throw in the towel there and be like, I can't do this. I'm too nervous and I, I just can't do it. Well, it's hard anytime you, any, anything you do for the first time is going to be difficult. Right. You have to accept that and you have to say, all right, well, it's just going to take reps here. It's just going to take practice. Nobody goes out and tries something for the first time and is absolutely awesome at it. So I said, you know what? Shake it off and call the next one and call the next one. And at first, I'm like, I don't know if this kid's going to be able to do this. I mean, he sounds a little choppy on the phone. Um, I'm not going to lie. The, the thought crossed my head, but uh, I actually What, of, of, of bailing? Not bailing, but I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, can I? Like, I was asking myself, like, not yeah. like actually telling people. I was just like, yeah. can I do this? I'm like, oh, yeah, I can. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's funny because I was sitting in the conference room because I didn't want anyone to hear me talking. Yeah. Um, and, and I remember you, you kind of came in while I was on the phone and you're like, Oh, you actually sound better. And yeah. like, it was probably, I don't know, a week or so after that first call. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm starting to kind of get the hang of it and kind of know what I'm saying and, and kind of, you know, know how to hand, handle some responses. Obviously some people just don't want to hear you and, and kind of get you off the phone. But, um, I remember you said to me, you're like, all right, by the end, uh, this uh, might've been that day, but you, you said to me, by the end of it, you had to go on a, a shoot or something like that. You were going to do something else. You were leaving the office for a couple of hours. You're like, by the time I get back, you're going to have someone who wants to get pre-approved. And, and I know, like, you know, th those past couple of days, I take a couple of those uh, hard phone calls, people kind of telling you no. Um, and I really wasn't used to it yet. So I, I kind of said, you know, sometimes I would hang up the phone and wait, you know, five, five or so minutes, kind of walk around, go see what other people are doing just to, you know, Get over that and, and get just ready. to stall calling the next one. Exactly, that's that's the real reason. <laughs> and then you said that to me, and at that point, I literally dialed. You know, they said no. Okay, dialed. You yeah. know, and I just kept going, and I did get one that that day. Yeah. So that was one of the best feelings ever, actually. Yeah. Well, it's awesome. And then, and the thing is, when you do something challenging, right? Yep. And you see a little bit of success. Then it makes it, oh, wait, I can do this. Right. Now I just got to do it again mm -hmm. and do it again. And, you know, in, in sales, any type of sales, right, whether you're trying to sell a mortgage to somebody or sell yourself to a real estate agent to give them confidence, um, you know, to, to give them the confidence that you can do a good job for them, right? Right. There's going to be a lot of no's along the way. 
You know what I mean? Like, no, 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 no. And the way I've always looked at it is, all right, fine. Keep, keep telling me no. That's just getting me closer to somebody saying yes. Right. Right? And the only way you're going to get that yes is if you rip through a lot of no's. The only way you're going to get a lot of no's is if you pick up your activity and you, and you dial the phone a lot. Right? right? And that's one thing that you've you've done a real good job at is activity-wise, you know, you, you, you crank. Um, so let me ask you this when it comes to that, right? What What is it? What are you smiling about? I like making calls. It, yeah, you like making calls, <laughs> right? What is it that gives you that 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 kind of drive inside that that work ethic? Because let me let me. All right, you you go. You're gonna tell me, and then I'm gonna share a thought with you. So you know, frankly, my both my parents are very successful, and I want to be very successful. Um, you know, I know that in this business you can be very successful, and as you've told me many times, that starts with activity. Uh, and going back, we, we have a meeting every Wednesday, um, and, and you always say to all, all the guys in the room, you know, you know, don't expect to, to you know, do business in, in a week or a day after you meet somebody and expect everything to be great and you're closing 10, 10 million a year with that one agent, right? right? You always say the blind faith in the activity, and, and I've really grasped that, and, and I, I truly believe blind faith in the activity, whether it be from ex-agent that I met yesterday or one from two months ago that I met and, and just kind of keep building that relationship and, and keep doing the things on a day-to-day -day basis that are going to end up in the long run bringing in that business and ultimately helping me and, and you grow as a, as a team and, a, and, you know, overall loan production. I could cry. You know, <laughs> it's amazing, right? So I've got 20, 20 loan officers here, you know, in their late 20s, 30s, 40s, right? And you probably more so than anybody else listen to me when I say those things and you, you believe in it and then you do it and it happens. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, all right, Mike says, do the activity, do the activity. That's all I ever did. Well, I, I, I just called a ton of people, met with a ton of people, went to a ton of events, activity, 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 and then shit will happen. Right. You know, like, so, some of the stuff I hear kind of just around the office in general, I'm not going to name any names, but it's people trying to reinvent the wheel when the yeah. wheels, when the wheel's not broken, you yeah. know, it's and, just, you need to spin that wheel faster. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean, to get where you want to go. Mm -hmm. Wow. That was a good little thing. I never even thought of that. You know, the wheel's got to spin faster to get you there. Right. You know, and it's, it's the truth. So one thing I was going to, you know, in, in, and I'm glad you brought up your, your mom and your dad being successful. Right. Because it's funny, right. When you've got, you know, parents that, that, that do very well, right? And I think I asked you if you like ever had a job before and you said no, right? No, when I was 16, <laughs> I, I worked at Hilltop. But that, was, that was my first so, real job. But this, it's a, this is, there's a point to this, right? Right. So, you know what I mean? That like, you know, you, you grew up and, and you grew up in a, in a, in a, you know, a household where a, a lot was provided for you, right. right? And, you know, sometimes like my concern even with my own kids, right? It's like, am I giving them too much where they're not going to want to work hard to accomplish all the things that, you know what I mean, that, that I want them to accomplish and be successful because they've been given too much, right? Right. Okay. And that's definitely a concern. But, you know, even if, you know, if I'm, I'm to have a family and kids, I would think the same thing as you. Um, but it's just kind of that thing when it, it depends on the kid, obviously, but I always saw, you know, Saturday, Sunday morning, like we were going somewhere, whether it be a game and then to my mom's showing or was it, whether it be, you know, at the age I couldn't stay home, but like we, I had to go with my dad to the office or wherever the hell he was going. Right. Um, so it's, I, I always knew like they both always work seven days a week, right. like my whole life. They always did. Well, that's my um, point, you know, right? Like you got it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so you, you can. 
You know what I mean? Like you're 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 a special person, and that you have this super drive to be successful, and you know, and it's not because you you had to suffer or or you know grow up in a tough situation right. to try to be successful. No, you kind of did did it in 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 the opposite way. And I think that's just as cool. You know what I mean? It's just, it, it's it, there's just as much to be respected there as there is, is, is there is the other way because you saw it. You know the fact that you were going to your games or going to your sister's games, but then going to an open house or going to your dad's office. Doing what you need to do because your parents both have super strong work ethics super and they strong. It, super strong, right? Mm-hmm. You were telling me your dad's out of the house by six, like six six thirty every day, right? Yeah, probably earlier. Yeah, just gone yep. off work. You know, and I know I've worked with my mom for years. Like she's always on, always running around doing things, you know, mm-hmm. always busy. Um, you know, and, and that was passed on to you just by you watching them. Right. You know, so well done, Shannon and Rocco. Honest to God. Um, seriously, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I think that is the 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 most important characteristic that a person can have when it comes to work, obviously. Um, is just straight up work ethic. You don't need to be a genius, you don't need to, you know, have all these other creative ideas. No, you need to work hard. You need to work hard, have a plan. And if you have a plan, then you just execute, right? And that's what I say all the time, right? If we're trying to get, you know, uh, if we're trying to start working with a bunch of new real estate agents, it's all right. Well, this, what we need to do in order to do that is call, you know, 50 of them a day. Right. Right. And then you just do it. It makes it easy to implement that plan. And right. I think the other thing for me is, you know, especially about this place, it's, you know, we're all kind of competing against each other, and in, in in that way, we're we're you know we're not rivals or enemies or whatever. No, it's, it's healthy competition. Exactly, it's healthy competition, and and something my whole life, like you know, having two sisters, like I, I can't lose to my sisters. You know what I mean? Or my <laughs> friends, like that's my biggest thing. Is like you know, I just like to win. Yeah. I hate I hate friggin' losing. Losing's the you know just leaves that terrible feeling inside mm, you. I know. We had an episode uh, a few weeks ago. Oh, come on. When we were playing pool and Rocco lost that night and he stormed out of here. A little upset that he lost. I did. I did. <laughs> but you know what? It's good to have that 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 fire inside. You know what I mean? Yeah. Winning is important, right? It's not everything, right? But winning is important when you're in a, you know, when especially in work, right? If you're in a sales environment and, you know, you, you're driven by, you know, again, healthy competition by seeing what someone else doing, be like, you know, not that you want to take away from them. I want to get to where they are. Right. And I want to, I want to, I want to, you know, rise past them. That's a good thing. Right. Right. And that's, that, that's a, that's a good characteristic to have when you're trying to, you know, kind of keep going and, and, and rise up. So, you know, you, you work directly with me, right? You and I work as a team. Um, and I can tell you, there's a lot of times when I'm not able to take a call or get back to somebody and you drop anything. I'll text you and you'll, you'll jump right on it anytime, right? Right. What is it in, inside of you that makes you at 7.30 at night when I text you and say, hey, can you call this person back? You jump right on it. Because that's something young people need to have more of and, and you do. I mean, honestly, it's like if I'm sitting there on the couch doing nothing and, and this person needs something, and whether it... It's not needed till the next day at five o'clock because there's an offer deadline. It's like, you know, if if I make that call right at seven thirty when they reached out five minutes ago, they're like, "Wow, this guy's really on top of it. He's he's gonna right. you know give me the best service possible. Why would I not work with this guy? You know, for for years to come. You right. know, never mind just their their first purchase, whatever it may be. You know, yeah. so you you kind of make that relationship by doing you know going that extra mile on on whether it just be that like a simple updated pre approval you know or, or you know a full application whatever it may be yeah from the very beginning right right you want to show them how you can perform and and and, and how you'll deliver the best part about that Rocco is you didn't say it's about the money right because it's not about the money it's about being awesome 
right? right? And that's what that's what more young people. You're what twenty three now? Twenty three, twenty three, yep. right? Twenty three years old, and you work harder than probably most people I've met in my life, right? So, and, and you're more responsive, and you're not worried about you know what you're you know going out doing some some bullshit that you know everybody who's twenty three year old. 23 years old does, right? You're like, all right, I'm on it. I'll get on it. I'll make it happen. Um, and that's, that's awesome, right? That's what it takes people to, to, to be awesome at something is jumping on it anytime. Anytime somebody needs something, you get on it and you show them what you're made of. And, and that's, that's huge. So you've been here how long now? So I started June of 2021, June 1st. All right. So, um, it's kind of good, right? In your first year and a half, kind of good, right? In your first year and a half, you've experienced some real craziness from this market, right? Right, definitely. So, talk a little bit about what it was like the end of twenty, well, June to the end of twenty twenty one. What were we doing? So, when I first started, um, these guys were doing. I wasn't on the team yet, but Mike had a small team. Um, these guys were closing like 40, 50 loans a month. So, when I started, I was in between just doing Zillow calls. And sitting with with you know with the people on his team and, and learning from them and just you know kind of I would literally just sit there and search in loans and just see people's income I'd right. see just random things, um, and and I would kind of just ask questions and, and try to be a sponge and just absorb it, you know anything I could, um, and then you know gradually I kind of just just learned more and, and still just sat there by by people's desk by Mike's desk listening to him on the phone, um, and I heard how he was you know talking to clients and, and you know. I would say probably 60, 75% of those were all refinances, mm. um, which, which more probably in 21 yeah, rates were what two and a half, three, three, three yeah, yeah, back then. Um, and then a as we moved into, into January, um, or towards the end of the year, you know, that started to, to fade off and rates kind of steadily climbed, um, through January, you know, probably let's, let's call it into June when, when all the refinances, you know, went to a dead stop. Literally dead stop. Yeah, it was even earlier than that because they, they just went yeah, so quick. Yeah, it was probably February, March, March when yeah. yeah, rates were probably up at what five and a half, six. So no, yeah, uh, they were still fairly low. But the 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 challenging thing was people so used to them being in the threes, right? Then when they jumped to four, four and a half, everyone kind of stopped with any of the refis, and then the market completely slowed down towards the end of the year, and the rates. I mean, by the end of the year, rates were in the shit. I mean, maybe probably over seven then. Yeah. They you know? were. Yeah. I mean, well, they were over seven in November, dropped back down a little bit, but it's kind of good for you to go from, you know, a super low rate environment to a significantly higher rate environment. Still not super high overall, like in, you know, the history of interest rates, but you got to see that transition from refinances to all purchase business pretty quickly. And what we do this whole year. Right. And it's also that I've had no expe expectation of what you know, a day to day looks like. And then, you know, going from kind of super easy, um, you know, cut and dry loans, like, you know, I want 50 grand cash out and you're going to lower my rate 2%. You know, right. that's, it's not really even a sell. It's like, oh, I'm going to save you 600 bucks and you're going to get 50 grand. <laughs> right. You know, it's like, it's really not much to talk about. It's a five minute phone call and loans in process basically. Yeah. Uh, but now you really have to kind of do that legwork and, and really, you know, show your client that you're going to be the guy for them and you're going to, you know, provide them all, all their answers to the questions and, and be there for them every step of the mm -hmm. way. Um, which is just, it's totally different because, you know, you'll work, I've worked with a couple, a couple of clients for, you know, over a year now, yeah. um, who, you know, just recently closed or, or even still looking, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's funny. I think I think since uh, the new year's hit, we've we've seen some people resurface from a year, year and a half ago. Right, right when I started, I'm like, 
oh, I remember these guys. This is like right when I started. I wonder how I was then compared to now. It's, yeah. It's actually kind of funny. It is kind of funny. You know? You know? And well, that's what happens. Like you have, and I've been doing this almost 20 years, right? Right. So I have clients that I've, I've worked with five, six, seven times over. You know? And that's what's kind of cool about this business, too. It's a, it's a relationship business. Not only, you know, it's like in the office, we have our relationship. Because for those of you that don't know the way it works, Rocco's not a loan officer out on his own. You work on... Not my loans because they're my, they fall in my name, but we work on all the loans together, right? Right. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a team effort. Him and I. So if you can't get one of us, the other ones, other ones there. Um, you know what I mean? And, and it's it's been cool that you get to see the the ups and downs of of the market just in a year and a half. Right. You know? and, and also going back to how you said at the very start, you know, when I when I first joined on the company, you're like, do you want to do this on your own or do you want to you know join me and and see what we can do? Uh, you know. I had no expectation and, you know, had no idea what loans even really were. Right. So I was like, yeah, let me go with Mike. And, and I can't even thank him enough for, for you know, giving me that decision because, yeah. you know, frankly, I, I don't think I'd be in the business at this time if I if I went the other way, you know, because you know how many loans I've seen to this point? Probably, what, 500? Yeah, you know, a lot of them. You know, maybe a lot four or 500. So, yeah, definitely. Um, the experience has been great. Just, yeah, it's just, been awesome. You've done a great job. Um, you know, and, and for those of you that are considering or at least interested in, in the field, you know, finding somebody that you can work with for a bit, getting on a team, you know, coming in as like a like even like a loan officer assistant, right? You're, you're not that. Um, but that that's a good way to get into it, you know? Just diving headfirst into the business uh, in a challenging market, really any market is challenging, right? Can be super difficult and almost like uh, demoralizing because it's, it's hard and you're like, fuck, I can't do this, you know? But coming in and working on a team is a good way to get in, get trained up, learn, and kind of ramp your way up from there. Um, you know, so if you want to try to branch out on your own someday, I'll just have to break your legs because I don't think that <laughs> I want you to do that. I want you to stay with me. Um, no, but like if somebody does want to do that, you know what I mean? That's a good way to kind of get in, get going and, and, totally, and get started, totally. right? Um, so let's talk about this, right? So again, as I, when I started off the, uh, uh, the, the pod in the beginning here, right? I said connecting community to success, right? So success in, in some way, right? This business financially, you can do very well. Right. Right. Um, coming out of college, what type of money do you think you'd have? Did you think you would have the ability to earn in the first year or two? You know, I, I really didn't have any expectation. I would say 50,000. Right. Because that's really what 60, maybe. I don't know. 50, 60. Yeah. That's really where most people kind of start off these days. Um, do you have any idea what you earned last year? 2022. Yeah. I do. How much? 150. 150. Yeah. That's really good mm -hmm. for your first full year out in the business. Um, that's awesome. I didn't even know that. That's why I asked it. <laughs> um, I would have to like look to see, yeah. right? So, and that was in, in one of the most challenging years I've seen. And that was the most challenging year I've seen in all, I think, 18 years of, of doing this job. Um, and you came in and you did a really good job. And that's why you were able to earn that, that type of income um, is through hard work, effort, and consistency. Right. Um, I've said it a thousand times over. It's all about being consistent, showing up every single day and consistently putting in the effort. Right. Um, one area where a lot of people fall short is they'll come out with a burst of effort. They don't see any results. Then they back off from the effort. Right. Rather than do that, do exactly what you've done. You show up every day. You're consistent. You, 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 you prospect. You call our buyers back. You get back in touch with the agents to let them know what's going on. You know what I mean? You need help. You come to me. You know, so you've earned every penny of that. What's your, what do you, what are some of your long-term goals? Well, actually you did some big shit this year, right? 
You did, right? So what'd you do? Tell, tell me a couple of things that you've accomplished this year. So I moved in with my girlfriend, my wonderful girlfriend, Angelina, who yeah. also works for Mike. Yeah, I brought them together. She did. Matchmaker again. He is. Like a little Cupid arrow he shot from, a, from his cube to mine. No, I didn't. <laughs> kind of weird, sorry. Yeah. Um, but so we moved in together. That's um, awesome. Over at the Tuscan Apartments. When was that? That was June of this year. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Mid totally middle of June. Six months already. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It actually flew by, but um, I also bought a car, which is pretty awesome. My first big purchase in yep. my own name. Yep. Uh, I'm very happy about that. What kind of car do you buy? It's an Audi A6. Pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. I right? love it. What's Pretty cool what hard work can 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 do and provide for you. Right. Right? You know, money doesn't buy happiness. It absolutely does not buy happiness. But one thing uh, that money does do is it removes stress. Right. Right? Money removes stress, uh, at least financial stress anyway. Um, and it makes everything else easier in your life when you're not carrying financial stress. So good for you. That's awesome. Thanks. Do you have some money saved up? I do. Good. I do. What are your, what are your long-term plans? What are you going to do? Definitely Let's start short term. Next next few years, what do you want to do? I mean, next few years, I'm definitely looking to you know buy a house. Yep. What kind of house? Single family, multifamily? Definitely a single Condo. family. A nice single family, nice yard, nothing crazy, not yeah. too big. Um, so I can you know have a comfortable payment either even if it's no you know not bringing me you know not any stress at all. Let's say yeah. Let's say a nice comfortable payment where I'm still making much more than that and saving money every single month, planning for the future, right? Yep. Planning to have a family, planning you know to be able to go on a vacation when Take I have your this time. family. Take your time. What do you mean with the family? We're, we're doing I don't like, want you don't, having kids right now, Rocco. No, not gonna. <laughs> Definitely not gonna. That's that's some time away, a long yeah. time away. Yeah. But that starts now for me. I'm, I'm, you know, I want to save a ton of money every year. I'm not trying to, you know, get by or overextend myself or leverage myself too much. You know, I hear all these kids who want to pick up, you know, five multifamilies in the next five years, one a year. I'm like, that's that sounds crazy, in my opinion. But yeah, yeah, I I, I think it is right especially when you're 23 years old, you have a lot of time in your life, right? right? You know, if you want to buy an investment property at some point, sure, right? But you got to do it, you know, you, you say do it You say money um, alleviates some financial stress. Right. But money, buying a investment property can actually bring you stress. It that's, sure can. That's kind of what I think about that. It but. can, you know what I mean? Um, you know, a lot of people watch a lot of YouTube videos exactly. and Instagram and HGTV and all this this shit, Right. And just because they're in the business, there's a lot of folks in the business that they do that, these younger people, right? It's like, no, you want to set yourself up. So when you're ready to do something like that, you have more than enough money behind you. You're in a position where, you know, if those apartments are empty for three, six months, no big deal, right? right? That's the way you want to do it. You want to take your time. You want to take your time. You want to act when the market's in, you know, you want to act on it when, when the market is in a position for you to actually invest. You right. know what I mean? Like gobbling up multifamilies over the last two years didn't really make a whole lot of sense when they were sky high through the roof and rents barely covered, you know, your, your, your mortgage payments. Right. Um, will it at some point? Absolutely. That's when you, that, that's when you gobble them up, you know? Um, but you got a good head, good head on your, yeah, I almost said shoulders on your head. Good, good head on your shoulders, Rocco. That's, that's the smart way to think about it. It's actually pretty cool too, that you like, you kind of rounded out, you know, a couple parts of your family where you get your dad building houses, your mom was the agent. <laughs> now you're a loan officer to jump in the middle there. We've done some some deals with with everyone involved. So that's, that's have we done cool. one with your your mom and your dad? Yeah, over at oh, Hanifin. Hanifin. Yeah, right. I think we've done two or three. Actually. Yeah, we did a few of them up there. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. Do you guys like when you when you're at the at the house? Do you sit and talk about 
Like the deals? We have talked about them before. That's kind of cool. We definitely have. And it's funny because a couple of them, we needed something for my dad. And, and like Cassie, Cassie's our COO, she, she'd be like, hey, do you want to ask your dad for this? <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, I'll ask him. <laughs> when usually it's kind of... And, and, and would he get it right over or would Cassie have asked? Like, I'll ask him. I'll get you in two days, three days, and he never sends it. <laughs> <laughs> but we were fine anyway. Yeah, we were. I mean, it was some condo doc or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Hey, that's awesome, buddy. I want you to I want you to be super successful in, in everything you want to do. I want you to hit all your goals. I mean, I think it's really, really pretty... It's something that at 23 years old, you've already got the head start that you've got right now. Um, and I think you can do anything you want to do just because your work ethic and your drive. Um, what what message would you send out there to you know younger people that are kind of getting going, whether they want to get into this business or any business? What's what's some good advice you give? Well, definitely, um, you know, set your mind to something and just do it. Just go for it. Um, you know, any barrier that uh, that's in your way, you can really blow through it if if you have the right mindset and really just you know put your head to it and, and work hard every single day. You know, doing it, doing something for six hours one day and then two the next day and then you know it's kind of you know on the back burner. You say you're never going to get it done. Right. You, know, you might chip away at it, but. The more you do stuff like that, you're never going to actually, you know, dive into it and, and, you know, make a career out of it. Or let's say it's not even for money or a career. Like if you're building a shed or something like that, you know, you just have setbacks the more you do that type of stuff because other things come up in your life. Um, so you really just need to go full force with whatever you're doing um, every single day. Yeah, I think it's great advice. I, I couldn't agree more. Hard work, effort, and then you get the results. All right, Rocco. Hey, I can't wait to see what you do. This year, you, me and you are going to blow it out, right? We're going to have the comeback after 2022. 2023 as a team. What are we going to hit? 100 million? 100 million. All right, buddy. We got it. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Use this kid as, as a model of something to follow because everything he is doing is absolutely working. He will be super successful in life. See you guys.